0: Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast, Hard to Make Friends as an Adult. I'm Macy.
1: And I'm Ryan.
0: And we're a married couple who are friends first, and we love talking all about the different type of friend categories you can have as an adult, because it is really, really hard to make a good friend.
1: Yeah, so tough.
0: So on this episode, we are going to discuss coworker friends... And a coworker friend is pretty obvious, but it's somebody that you work with, someone at your same job, maybe your same company. It could be someone you've known for a long time or maybe somebody new to your position, but it's usually someone you see and interact with, if not on a daily basis, for sure on a weekly basis, and you have the same job in common. I would go as far as to say that in this day and age with content creation and a lot of people working from home, a coworker could also be someone that you network with, maybe someone that you have ideas and and you guys talk about, you know, oh, I'm going to make this content today or how do you make money on SEO and websites? So there's a whole broad spectrum of different type of coworker friends you can have in this modern day. But I think for most people, it's just someone that you see in the office or someone you see on Zoom.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And even if you don't have a strictly co-worker relationship with anybody, perhaps you're involved in something outside of work like a charity or organization, and maybe you can meet someone through that area as well. While it might not be a direct correlation, I think the same principles will apply.
0: So Ryan, you've been in the corporate world for a little bit now, Um, ever since you graduated. So you have some experience with coworker friends. Would you like to go ahead and share your take and opinion on this type of friend?
1: Thanks, Macy. Overall, I would say I've had a very positive experience when making coworker friends. Perhaps I've been very lucky and fortunate to not have too many bad coworkers, but in general, again, very positive. I've had a lot of great coworker friends over the years. And for me, it all stems back to the fact that you are together for large portions of the day. I would even say, apart from you, who's you are my wife, I spend more time with co-workers than anyone else because I work in person and I work eight, nine hours a day, sometimes even more with others talking about anything from work to fun. So you do bond over that shared time. And in general, I think that if you embrace it and are friendly, you can definitely make a lot of coworker friends. And there are a few other things, particularly for me, that would increase the likelihood of you making the coworker friends. And that would be maybe you work different hours, you know, even an overnight shift, things like that. There's not many people that work the overnight shift or different hours and your coworkers not only share the type of experiences with work, but your hours and your schedule. So you have a lot of opportunity to really go out with them and, and make friends. Obviously I think boundaries are needed. You can't exactly just befriend everybody and expect everything to be okay. You do need to have an understanding that there are some people that don't want to make coworker friends. There are some people who are really shooting for a promotion and maybe you and your friend are gonna go for the promotion together. There's gonna be a bit of hardship through that, but you really have to be able to separate work from your friend. And overall I think as long as you can walk that line, it's a very rewarding and positive experience.
0: You quite literally could not pay me to hang out with those people. That's how I feel. Um, <laughs> 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 in all seriousness, I am not at all a fan of the coworker friend. And a lot of that has to do with how I was raised, my jobs that I've had over the course of my 20s, and just some of my personality traits. So for me... Coworker friends really require, as you mentioned, the boundaries. and my personality outside of work just does not facilitate at all a good ground for actual friends um, at work. I think I am very much a very like lively party person. And when I have to be professional, I really have to be like in that mindset. And so I, I do kind of flip a switch, I guess is the best way to describe it. when I'm at work, I'm in that zone, I'm professional. In fact, a lot of people, if they saw me in work and then saw me at a meetup, they would think I was a completely different person. And maybe that sounds like a negative thing, like I'm two-faced or something, but just with my personality, that's really how I have to be. And I also was raised where I was taught from a lot of very hardcore capitalists (laughs) that when you're working, you're getting paid to do the job. And so I've always kind of been yeah, of course, social, but just a lot more like, I'm here to do this job, I want to do that job, and then I want to get home and actually see my real friends. And I mean that in the best way. Um, but just for me, coworker friends are not very possible. And I think there is definitely that boundary, and I just don't really like to cross it in the workplace. And I think that there's probably a lot of people that feel that way. So I'm not at all a pro coworker friend. Not to say you can't enjoy seeing them every day at the office, you can't have inside jokes, you know, you can't enjoy certain people, of course, you can have acquaintances and whatnot, but I don't really see them being a long-term best friend, and for sure not someone that I would be hanging out with outside of work, at least very often at all.
1: Okay, sounds like we're on quite different ends of the spectrum here, but do you have any stories you'd like to share about your own coworker experience and why your opinion is that
0: way? I think there's a few stories I have that I can share just on why I'm not really the coworker fan. So when I was 18, I was really, really shy, which might be hard for some people to imagine, but I was. And I got a job <laughs> working as a receptionist selling sinks. I didn't sell the sinks, but the store sold sinks. and sounds, I just,
1: Sounds very exciting.
0: <laughs> I just uh, was behind the front desk. And I was very, very shy. I was one of the only female employees, so it was mostly men. Small which business. Fine. It was a small business, yes. And there was one other woman that worked there. She was, like, in her late 40s. She was in a motorcycle gang. Just kind of complete opposite of me. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. So um, one time, actually, she had to get approved to wear a shirt to work that was very uh sexually explicit (laughs) so much so that i don't even know if i should share this on this podcast so i won't but it was it was for um ut versus ou because that was the big rivalry um of our company and yeah and i remember her asking like was i cool with her wearing the shirt and i didn't want to be like the one person that was like do you think that that's like professional so i like lied (laughs) I was like, oh, wow, that's so funny. And I felt so uncomfortable. Oh, man. <laughs> man, now in HR nowadays, would never. <laughs> but anyways, so sorry, I kind of went off track there. But yeah, I was the one of the only women in the company. And I was one of the younger ones. And of course, being like a receptionist, the job was a little bit demeaning in the sense of not what I was doing to get paid, but just the way a lot of customers would talk to me, mostly men. And it just kind of felt like the typical receptionist, sexualized a bit job. Um, so I didn't really make friends at that position because, again, I, I, all the other men were married or like a lot older. It made me feel kind of uncomfortable. And there was some kind of friction there with that. So I couldn't have really made good coworker friends there, regardless, I would say. But being super shy and just kind of, again, trying to just make money to pay for my apartment and being so young, 18 years old, I didn't really know how I would even go about like networking in that position or making friends that way. So right there, it kind of started me off on a bad foot of coworkers or not friends. <laughs> um, but weirdly enough, I actually now do have a friend through that job that we reconnect with like five years later on Facebook and I think we've met for beers like two times and We like each other's Facebook posts. (laughs) So, I don't know. But during the actual position, I could not be friends with anybody there. Um, And going from that, the boss was just kind of judgmental. Like, I didn't drink at the Christmas party one year. And... He kind of was like, oh, Macy doesn't drink. And it's like, yeah, because I'm 18. Like, do you want your <laughs> family business to be underage serving alcohol to a minor? Like, okay.
1: You were a good girl back then.
0: Yeah, who am I now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but yeah, so in all seriousness, I was just trying to be professional, trying to do the job. And I wasn't going to make friends doing that, clearly, at, that, at least at that office. Um, and then moving forward from there, I... Had a few other jobs where I was working for small businesses, so maybe that's my problem. (laughs) And I think when you work with a small business, you know, like uh, it's really easy for the boundaries to be broken between boss or manager and employee. And I always kind of found that to be super negative because you would think maybe your boss was friendly with you or that they liked you. And turns out usually that, you know, the minute something went wrong, there was like a huge kind of falling out between you or the boundaries were broken, or they felt like you know you should have communicated better, and you thought they should have communicated better. So, I think the small business vibe really just kind of broke me when it came to uh, friendships in the workplace. And from that day forward, um, I've really kind of worked for myself a lot too. So, of course, I can't befriend my clients. I've had some photographer friends off and on throughout the years, but. I think sometimes it does feel like you're competing against each other or maybe somebody gets jealous because someone's more booked or something. So I think my type of line of work and just what I've done, um, especially from like a small business standpoint, has been really hard to make any good friends that way. And I've just had a very negative experience. But again, I think at the bottom line of all of these stories is just that who I am in the office or in the workplace setting is completely different than who I am when I'm at the bar or I'm at home or I'm hanging out with people I've known for a long time and I can actually be myself with. And I think I just could not be myself at work <laughs> because that person isn't professional. I mean, as bad as that might sound. So when I'm at work, I'm super one way. And when I'm out of work, I'm another way. But, you know, that's why you get paid <laughs> and that's why you go to work. Right. So uh, I don't know if those are really good stories or not, but they just kind of highlight the fact that if you work for a small business or you have a certain career path, you might have a hard time making any good coworker friends.
1: Wow, that's so interesting. And you can really see how different perspectives can totally change your opinion on things. But I do remember a little bit ago in a, in a different job, not the sink store job, because we all know you love selling sinks. It could be a true hobby of yours, but the job, a different job. And you told me someone... Mentioned to you that they could never see you going out and partying. Is that true?
0: Yes. So my most recent job that I recently left, um, I had a coworker who was, I guess, twenty-one, just turned twenty-one. So there was about a seven or eight-year age difference between us there, and I had been working there for maybe three or four weeks at that point. And one day, we were both just sitting on our computers editing away, um, and she kind of turned to me because she was talking about turning 21 and everything. And she was like, you know, Macy, I just don't really see you being the party bar type. (laughs) And a part of me inside was just, like, cracking up, right, because anyone who's gone to a meetup with me or... Honestly, just come over to hang out and watch a movie with me.
1: Watch your Instagram story.
0: <laughs> yeah, 2 a.m. Uh, <laughs> would be like, are you joking? Like, Macy is probably the biggest partier that I know. So it was it was so funny. And I remember, like, not really knowing what to say because I didn't want to, like, lie. And this girl's 21 and I'm thinking, you poor, naive person. <laughs> like, some people just act different in certain settings. So you have a lot to learn. But uh, I think I said something like, you know, I love to go out, but I just don't really like to talk about that when I'm at work or something. And she probably thought, this boring old lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that did happen. And I have been told that before by other coworkers. And so, yeah, I'm really a completely different person in the workplace.
1: You know, that's interesting because it clearly shows the different level that you put on at work truly works, you know?
0: Yeah, I guess, you know, really, I mean, sometimes being professional really means like acting super one way. And I do think for some people, if, you know, in your personal life, you are really, really fun, it could be hard to find the boundary and just have to resort to acting like, okay, I'm super mature, I'm super responsible, and I'm super professional in this setting. So really, in some ways, you know, you never can really know your coworkers. Um, or anybody, let's be honest, but particularly your co-workers, because you got to put your best face forward.
1: You know, that's a really good point, because not everyone is out there to make friends, and other people that maybe were around you should recognize the fact that you're not exactly there to be the most socialite co-worker, you know? I think that's a, there's a level of respect that you should have, and if you choose to not be the person that's always around like that that is completely okay and you should be able to read the room and recognize it but there's also people on the complete opposite spectrum from you that act the exact same way whether they are 2 a.m at a party or 9 a.m in the office at the water cooler
0: and those people don't get promoted (laughs) i'm just kidding Totally kidding.
1: (laughs) Well, you know what I mean? Like, they're opposite ends of the spectrum. And talking more about what I'm going to talk about, I think I fall in the middle and try to walk the line, if that makes sense.
0: Very interesting. Would you like to elaborate on what you mean by walking the line in a professional setting?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'll kind of tell it through the story that I had when I first started my corporate life. I've talked previous episodes about trying to just make friends in the new city when we moved to Chicago, but I was also starting a career and I was pursuing every option to make friends possible, which includes coworker friends. And a bit of personal info about me is that I graduated college with a business degree and I was working in accounting when I first got my job. And I will say going through college, I was more of the social accountant, you know, someone who could talk to people, lead presentations, whereas not everyone was like that in in that profession. So that's just a bit of background. And I started with the company I worked for and our department was pretty small and I got the lay of the land pretty quickly. I tried to get a hold of my job very quickly, but I also tried to, you know, make a make a few friends in the team and not everybody was accommodating. And again, that's completely okay. I had a great time working there and I made a a friend pretty quickly, but within a few months they actually ended up leaving the company and I was kind of devastated. You know, I haven't really talked about any of that before, but the coworker friend is someone who could leave instantly. When you think about it, your career is almost going first, your friendship with anyone else at your company is second. So it was a bit unfortunate that it happened that way. However, it made me expand. And in my current job there in the accounting world, I just felt like none of the close teammates were really going to do it for me. So I decided to kind of branch out and get to know people. I was very much the type of person that would do a bunch of work and then go and walk around for a bit and try to help others or learn about something new. And I did that and it really worked for me. Again, I met a lot of different people in a lot of different departments. And fast forward just a little bit, I ended up actually deciding to change professions and go into operations because of it. And I'm really thankful that I had that social personality to, to do that. Anyway, to compare the business job with the operations job, once I was in operations, I did the same things. I talked out loud. I, you know, went and learned things from different co-workers, but I found that everyone was just a little bit more ready to, to make friends, like whether they were also looking for a friend at the exact time i was so at the end of the day i was so much happier there because we were able to just talk about things and outside of work inside of work really have that interchange and it just was a more conducive environment for friendship so i guess what i would say is maybe in your own team if you are not feeling like there are a lot of friend options don't disinclude your other coworkers in the company you can go learn from them you can go inspired by them you can go out and at corporate events just talk to them get to know them because at the end of the day it could change your career but it could also just make a really good friend I connected with somebody on the team who was also a big fan of the school I went to so we would talk about sports we talk about many different things throughout the day and it just really makes your work experience better And you could go outside of work, you go inside of work, have conversations, have walks, go to lunch, it was just incredible. At the end of the day, I'd highly recommend it. Although, going back, it is all about boundaries. And at the end of the day, you do need to respect the fact that this individual is either on your team, or maybe they're not, and they're in a higher position or a lower position. And at any given moment, you could be their boss, or they could be your boss. And you just really need to respect that and not step over the line like I like we talked about. For me, the line is just understanding your situation and what to say and what not to say. Being more in the moment and not just fully throwing yourself at everything. Whether you're having a conversation about what's coming up at work or maybe what's coming up at home. Just not oversharing, but also you need to be yourself, which is kind of funny. I know you said that you don't like to be yourself, but for me, what works for me is actually being myself, maybe not to quite the over extent that it could be, you know, like I mentioned last time, I'm a huge Nicolas Cage fan and almost every coworker that I've had probably knows after two months of working with me that I love Nicolas Cage because I talk about the things I like. However, I don't, go and tell them the next morning, oh, I was out till 6 a.m. partying. You know, there's a bit of a gray area that's acceptable. And for me, I enjoy when people get to know me because I want people to get to know me. I want to know them. And I think that establishes a better connection. However, there is still that line. You definitely need to walk, especially in the coworker field. And the last thing I guess I will say is that it's, just very important that you reflect on what you want. If you want a really good coworker friend that can hang out with you outside of work, then that's absolutely great. But again, there's nothing wrong at all with just simply going to work and being friendly and going home.
0: It really does seem like from your story and and from my experiences, even though we do have a different opinion on coworker friends, that the boundaries is huge. I will say, and for some of our listeners, y'all might disagree or not want to hear from a woke liberal, but I think being a straight white man does come with privileges in the workplace in particular. You know, I think as a man, you might not feel uncomfortable meeting your boss for drinks after work, or you might feel like it's perfectly fine to make certain jokes in the workplace or truly be yourself. And I think there's a lot of positions and there's particularly, for example, like me as a woman and having jobs where I'm only working with men. In order to be taken seriously, I can't, you know, act like the motorcycle chick did, you know, because I might not get promoted or they might think I'm acting immature. And I think it's kind of completely different for Certain careers, certain occupations, and for sure, like men versus women, so many things come to play with what people are going to perceive you as. And I would also like to add that if you are, say, a boss or a manager, I think you should just go ahead and really kind of just get it ingrained in your brain that your coworkers, if they're underneath you or they're making less than you or they're employees that you hired, They probably aren't really your friend. I mean, as bad as that sounds, and they could be really nice to you, but for them, you are someone that they have to be nice to. So it's really important to always keep that in the back of your mind. You know, if someone's underneath you in your position that, you know, no matter what you say, they have to say is funny or they have to go along with or they're going to come to your Christmas party or whatever because you're like a person in power and you're making decisions that affect their lives. So it's always important just to remember the boundaries, but also think about what do people like need from me and how is that going to affect a friendship dynamic. So, so I don't know, the privilege, the power, all of that, I think that that's huge.
1: Yeah, thanks, Macy. I think your point about privilege and power is really important for everyone to hear. Personally, I know that I am somebody who has a lot of the privilege and it's really important lesson to think about how everyone's different. And while it may be easy for me to do something, that is definitely not the case. And even hearing your own experience will absolutely change the way I think about things and how everyone else can. So I think that was a really great point to share. So let's talk about now what type of friend you would be looking for if you want to pursue a coworker friend. And I will say Macy and I probably differ on this because the way I would look at a coworker friend is somebody who will be a pretty close friend, a potential best friend candidate that would share a lot of your schedule, a lot of your time and a lot of shared interests. You just really need to connect on multiple different levels beyond work shared interests different hobbies things like that transition them into being a really great friend who could be long term but it is important to know that like i mentioned earlier career can change into anything at any point in time and you may be finding yourself away or moving away or anything like that However, if that is something that you want to pursue, I've got a couple guidelines that I think would help you in making that friend. So let's talk about it. Number one, just be yourself. Again, I know Macy also differs on this, but for me, I would say to be yourself and at least talk about the things you're interested in to try to connect on that interest level. The next thing I would say is to be respectful and understanding. I know we just spoke a little bit about privilege and power, but it's really important to realize every single situation is different and that you should be very respectful of the differences between you and someone else. Maybe that person's looking for a friend, maybe they're not, you know, any different things could come up and it's important to understand that. The next thing is don't force the friendship. Sometimes people can be a bit overbearing and especially in the workplace where you can be busy, you don't want to come across as the person that's always around and pestering. You can even message them something simple about an inside joke at a company or in- anything. Don't be afraid to take that chance and go for it. And if you do work in person, something that worked for me when I first started at different companies, especially when I was new to an area, was to ask coworkers that I was potentially interested in being friends with, where I should go, you know, what places around town I should go to, where should I eat, or where should I go, I'll grab a drink, and they would give me their best answers. I would go and go do that thing, and then when I came back to work, I would talk to that coworker about it and say what I felt, you know, my opinion about it, and then give them a standing invite to, to go next time with me, to go back. And personally, I think that's great because it doesn't put a lot of pressure on you asking the question right away. Hey, do you want to come do this? But it's more along the lines as you can see their reaction once you give them that standing invite. Well, I think in conclusion, I've been very lucky to have great coworkers, So I think that coworkers are a great friend category and you should definitely pursue it. But until next time, thanks for listening. I'm Ryan. And I'm Macy. See ya.
0: Bye.